Russia, if you're listening, I hope you can find the documents that Dum Dum has flushed down the toilet. You know, that's a uh, a good line. Welcome, everyone. Sorry I've been gone for a few days, but I've been under the weather with my allergies, so I apologize for not being present, but <clears throat> I will power through this as well as I can. Actually, I feel fine. I just sound a little... Um, Course. But I, I wanted to start out with that line, Russia, if you're listening, because it is so poignant to describe the um, 45th presidency of Dub Dub. You know, everyone laughed when he said that and pretty much um, uh, rewrote history in regards to Hillary Clinton being the first female president, but that's besides the point. Um, the point is, is that words matter, and by Dum Dum, you know, that's pretty much his introduction to Crazy Town was uh, Russia, if you're listening, you, if you can find Hillary's emails. Well, guess what, you stupid fat asshole. Um, we're going to, uh, it's going to be difficult finding your emails and your documents and your blunders that you call the 45th administration. I'm just shocked by how um, how we've become so immune to the craziness. And I was thinking about this earlier today about what has transpired over the course of a few days really, I believe, is somewhat of a national security risk. And if you don't think that all the information that is now coming to light is a national security problem, um, you are sadly mistaken. And this is just another example of of the, the insanity um, that was the Trump White House. And I wasn't going to even start with this. I, I just was reminded again today about how he uh, pled with China and Russia if they could find their emails. And I know it sounds um, comical and funny um, to uh, to hear uh, the president say that, but it's also alarming um, that he is so unaware of the things that he says that are a national security risk and that he is continually allowed to <clears throat> spew nonsense and lies that I believe it's a real problem. Um, and we are where we are internationally because of this guy. And he just continues down that road of complete and utter nonsense. And I don't even know how else to explain it. But I, I think reminding everyone of the plea to Russia and China to find Hillary Clinton's emails and how ignorant it sounded then, and it, it even sounds more ignorant now. He looks at um, his um, process and the way he does things as kind of like a cowboy way of dealing with um, issues. But once again, the president has rules 
and um, regulations that he's supposed to be following. It's not like you just go in there and you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office and you run the country. No, the country needs to be ran by specific policies and procedures and laws. Uh, remember, we're a land of laws. Um, and right now, we're kind of just in the, um, I don't know if it's the beginning of the end or the end of the beginning, but what was going on in that White House during these four years and why, why you are wearing a mask and paying, um, uh, paying, uh, you're being overcharged for everything, basically. And <laughs> they call it recession or uh, whatever they want to call it, but um, everything costs too much and there's no reason for it. But because of the previous administration and his blunders of everything that he uh, uh, subscribed to, we are now uh, in the midst of that result of that administration. So I, I wanted to start out with that little little quote, Russia, if you're listening. I'm sure they've been listening for quite some time uh, to you, dum-dum, uh, 49 or 45, uh, because you've been... Um, their uh, patsy or their uh, sounding board for some time. And you can even say that the reason that they're in Ukraine is because of you. But, uh, you know, I'm not even going to get into that right now. But um, the Republicans who are signing on to our um, enemy um, is alarming. And that is just another direction that this group of individuals have... Um, have been going uh, going down, going down that direction and siding with our enemy. And I don't know when the Republican Party or members of the Republican Party thought that the Russians or the Soviet Union or, or even uh, North Korea, for that fact, are our friends. And right now they're kind of laughing at us just based on everything that is that is happening because we have no um, footing. And when you say loose lips sink ships, well, guess what? Dum uh, Dum 45 um, has been doing it for quite some time. And, you know, let's talk about the uh, documentation that is missing um, from um, his administration. Call logs, um, the documents that he was trying to cram down the toilet bowl. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I'm sure the toilet bowl is gold, but he was trying to flush documentation down the toilet bowl uh, because I I don't think he knows how to use a computer, so I would imagine, but he knows how to use his cell phone, obviously. Sometimes on a Twit and and Facebook or whatever it's called, uh, and he knows how to do that. But as far as you know running applications and doing things that he's supposed to be doing um, on a computer. I don't know if, because I've never seen him behind one, so I don't even know if he knows that process. So he was known for writing shit down and then ripping up the documents. And th once again, this is just another example of his ignorance and how he um, thinks that things are supposed to run. And I'm, once again, you know, it's just the absurdity of everything that we are now going through, and um, it is 
it is almost too much to process. And I think that for rational groups of individuals, they are struggling with just their daily issues. Um, and then you throw politics into it, which really just can be all consuming just based on the nonsense that's coming out of um, the media on the 24, um, 24 hours a day. I mean, it's just complete craziness. So getting back to old Dum Dum and how he likes to um, launder documents, um, uh, he knew. They knew they're, they're not supposed to um, communicate um, any other way than what's prescribed, but now we're hearing that he would use people's cell phones and to you know communicate via back channels, and th this is where... I keep saying that loose lips sink ships and you know any organization you have to start at the top and the culture of the organization is based on the leader who he was supposedly um, and if he's not following the rules who is going to um, do so and that's the problem is that he surrounded himself with an administration that pretty much didn't understand what they were doing they ignored rules and regulations that's why um half of his family had security clearances that they should never have received and this is the problem and this is just another example of loose lip sync ships is that he's dragging documentation back to his beachside uh, condo and we are um, wondering what is he doing and why are we now finding out that he was flushing documents down the toilet is because loose lips sink ships and that's the reason you're wearing a mask and that's the reason that people are getting carjacked every five minutes and that's the reason why no one is um, able to have a, a calm moment in their life is because as I pointed out previously that he has been chipping away at our democracy and you know it, it began early it began very early with you know the media is the enemy and John McCain is, you know, a loser who's a veteran. You know, right there you should have known that this guy was no good. And then the way he attacked Hillary Clinton, you know, full throat about Russia, if you can find her emails. I mean, if you don't see the, the absurdity in that, you really should just um, not listen to what I have to say. Because if that is the case, then you really need to refocus and um, uh, see what is happening and and take um, stock in the things that are coming out as opposed to sound bites and TikTok. This is a national security problem. And I know I sound like a paranoid schizophrenic, but from a political standpoint and from a a military uh, readiness standpoint is kind of where my position comes from this is a problem and if we expect to have any uh, standing in the world stage which is really what being a country is about um, and then you have someone as ignorant as this guy 
who continues to spew nonsense. You know, the weird thing is, and I was trying to think about how I can kind of compare um, this, these tragedies that we are now just accepting as an everyday occurrence, which really shouldn't be, but once again, chipping away at democracy and how um, these little things add up to bigger things. And especially in the world of um, national security, everything matters. Um, and I know it sounds boring and vanilla, but once again, these things matter. When you have people, you know, started with the FBI or the CIA or, you know, his um, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, how he went through them um, on the daily, getting rid of people who really were there. You know, it's so funny. We use words like to keep the guardrails up. Well, guess what? <laughs> Those guardrails are called <laughs> democracy. And without them, you're going to be, um, uh, I don't know where you're going to be. I know where I'll be, but I don't know where you're going to be. Uh, it's a problem. Let's just say that. So, you know, I, I don't want to even talk about Dum Dum 45 at this time. I have had enough of him. But what I do want to talk about is one of his cronies. And I was going to start out by uh, talking about this guy, but I thought I'd mention about Russia if you're listening. Because I think it's, you know, it's quite obvious where this guy stands. And uh, he will say and do anything to uh, further his cause. And his cause is his cause. It's not your cause, because he made that quite obvious being the president. He has no interest in what um, the United States uh, is about. He's interested in furthering his interest, which is quite scary and not American whatsoever. But anyway, um, getting back to one of his, uh, he was the assistant to the president and he was uh, the White House trade advisor. So Peter Navarro, I thought his name was Dave, but it's Pete Navarro, educated man. Once again, he was Trump White House trade advisor and the assistant to the president. He is this guy who has come up with that term. Maybe he didn't come up with that term, but shame on him for bringing Wisconsin into it. He called the coup attempt the Green Bay Surprise. I called it an attack, but it was a coup. You can call it whatever you want. But um, he was, actually, he's going to be on the horn here shortly, but I wanted to uh, jump into him because he had, was on Crazy Town early on, but they kind of kept him in the background until the end because eventually they needed somebody crazy enough to actually uh, represent the nonsense. So, you know, they kept crazy locked up as long as they could, but towards the end of the administration, Pete Navarro started to show show his head. Um, and he's the guy who pretty much said that, you know, that he had over 100 senators and, or I'm sorry, 100 congressmen that were involved in the Green Bay sweep and they were going to, um, you know, they had direction once the election, the wrench was thrown into it, obviously, they were, that was the process that they were going down was to throw a wrench into the transfer of power, and then the um, people who were involved in the Green Bay sweep would then come in and, you know, because then the 
the electors would come from, I believe, the House of Representatives versus um, the state electors, and then they, the House of Representatives were majority of um, Republicans, so that's how they were going to um, make that a turn. Um, they were very flexible in their process. But old Pete Navarro, I mean, this guy is absolutely crazy. And he just continues out there nonstop. Green Bay surprise, you know, and January 6th committee issued a subpoena because they want to know exactly who and what was happening um, before uh, November 7th and, you know, what, what were their plans with the Green Bay sweep? I mean, we pretty much know what the plan was. Now it's just a matter of connecting the dots. But in the same vein, the January 6th committee is trying to gather documents, and we all now know that dum-dum ripped things up. I mean, who would have thunk that he um, was doing what he was doing? I mean, he basically just told everybody. But right now, they are, um, uh, you know, there's gaps in the call logs or... Um, he was using his own cell phone and he was throwing documents into the toilet. I know I keep saying that, but that's part of the conspiracy that was going on and how they were um, planning and plotting to um, for their Green Bay surprise. So that's Pete Navarro. Went to Harvard, which is kind of scary. You know, it's so funny is that the majority of these educated idiots, they all come from Ivy League schools and I, I question their um their ability I, I mean if they are so intelligent how on earth are they doing what they're doing and the only solution that i can logically come up with is that they're being paid to do this and which is even more frightening because once again national security risk i mean these people are out there and, and if you don't think other countries you know and the funny part about this documentation that Dum Dum has destroyed is that he's still staying in communication with Kim Jong Un. I mean, remember the love letters that he received? I mean, if he thinks that they are um, a friend versus a foe, he is once again a national security risk. And the reason that the chairman Un is um, out there, you know, lighting fireworks every other day is because he realizes that the United States is um, wounded, and you know we're we're not firing on all cylinders. And the reason that we're not firing on all cylinders is because Dum Dum continues to make us look ridiculous, and that's the problem. That's the security problem. Is that on the world stage via Facebook, thank you, and Twatter, thank you, um, and TikTok, those platforms make us look ridiculous. And I'm not saying that the, that they are an infringement on the freedom of uh, free speech or freedom of the press. I'm saying from a, from a military standpoint and from a from a national standpoint that we look ridiculous and. It would be the same as if we were on a battlefield. Picture this, you're on a battlefield. 
You have someone on your left who is carrying a gun. You have someone on your right who is throwing grenades. And the person on the right is throwing grenades in your direction. They're supposedly on the same side, but why are they throwing grenades in my direction? It's the same principle. Whether you want to say a grenade or email, today it's basically the same thing. A twat, a twit, a Twitter, a message, a photo. It's basically the same thing. And it makes us look ridiculous. And that is part of the the security issue that I'm talking about. Mr. Navarro and Dum Dum 45. So let's talk about some other idiots. Um, Mitch McConnell. I mean, he doesn't know what he's thinking or what his position is, but I was um, surprised that he went out and basically said that January 6th was an insurrection. And that's a beginning um, of resolution. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I don't even really talk about the Republican Party as a whole, but they have problems. And <laughs> one of their problems appears to be a security, pro- a security risk. And if they continue down that vein, um, is becoming more apparent and it really isn't that apparent right now because people are kind of still in the you know pandemic haze but trust me when i say it is a problem um, that we have a group of individuals who are siding with our enemy and throwing grenades in the direction of their own um, constituents Um, and that happens to be a real problem I said I wasn't going to talk about the Republican National Party, but let's talk about them. The RNC, legitimate political discourse. They do not know what words mean. And if they want to say that what happened on the worst day in American history, American constitutional history, um, they are wrong. And I'm going to say they're dead wrong. They don't understand what they're talking about and have painted a picture of exactly what creates chaos and once again national security risk you can't say the things that you're saying and think that it is an advantage to the to the successful Um, progress of a country and I don't know how else to say it but they um, don't understand what words are and the reason that Mitch McConnell came out and said that January 6th was an insurrection was because he realized that the RNC who has gone off the deep end and are a real problem and a real security, a national security problem. And that's coming from a military veteran who fought for his country and still continues to abide by the Constitution. I know it sounds corny and ridiculous, but it's absolutely true. And for a, um, a party 
you want to call it that, I would say it's more of an organization. Um, they are on the wrong side of history and continue to throw grenades in the direction of people who are trying to support and defend the rules of engagement. You don't get to bring a gun to a knife fight. I know in your world you do, but not in the world of the United States. That's just not how we roll. We do with our enemies. See, and that's where they are confused, because for them to come out and say legitimate political discourse, political discourse is not storming the Capitol. That is the opposite. So that's part of the alternate reality that they've created for themselves and using um, uh, using um, nonsense to explain or defend their ridiculous position. But, you know, it, it's been a snowball for some time, and, and it really isn't Dum-Dum's fault, you know, Dum-Dum 45. It, he just happened to be the right fool at the right time. And really, it just kind of showed and revealed who the RNC really is. And I've never really gone after them because I don't consider them even relevant. But I, I think that it is quite apparent where they stand in American history. And it really will go down in history as one of the biggest blunders of um, the Constitution and how we defend our place in um, the world. But getting back to legitimate political discourse. See, they think that Russia, if you're listening, from a sitting, well, he wasn't sitting at the time. He was, you know, he was out on the on the on the on the street selling snake oil, and he just happened to request getting information from one of our own about one of our own from an enemy so in the world of uh, diplomacy uh, you have to know who is a friend and who is a foe and as a president you don't understand the difference between the two or you have no um, understanding of what it is or how it works or even attempt to understand it that is a problem because if he was a manager at McDonald's and he didn't know how to flip a burger, they would let him go from that job. And it's basically the same thing. We're allowing this to continue um, as if it didn't matter, but it does matter because if that guy at McDonald's ran out of the store and continued to bash McDonald's, McDonald's would have something to say about it. You need to stop uh, saying what you're saying. But we think it's normal because of freedom of, of, of whatever that he could just continue spewing nonsense. No, it doesn't work that way. And um, my point is, is that uh, this, the, the continuation of, of lies and, and uh, nonsense is a real problem. And I don't understand why people aren't understanding that on a deeper level. And that's not, you know, I make fun of him and laugh about him, but I mean, I never really put a put a name to it. 
because I never really thought of it until uh, Russia decided to um, sit on Ukraine's border about how we look ridiculous um, in the world stage and we're trying to um, stand up for what is right and wrong and yet we have someone on the back you know on the right throwing grenades it it doesn't work but yet we just ignore it and let it go as if it if as if it didn't but it does i know i sound very serious today usually i'm cracking jokes or whatever but um you know getting back to mitch mcconnell enabler just like the rest of them um graham and all these other fools that are continually spewing nonsense and and not uh, agreeing to what actually occurred and what is happening currently everybody's silent nobody really wants to say much really why anyone hasn't responded besides mitch mcconnell about legitimate political discourse but anyway um I'm going to end it there for today. I'm going to jump back on later, hopefully, and um, hang in there. Mm -hmm.